0: order.
1: How's it going, everybody? This is the Nitty Gritty. My name is Chad. With me is Leonard, and we have a show here about wrestling, if this is your first time joining us. Professional wrestling is what we talk about here. It's a webcast. It's a podcast, it's anything you want it to be, and we do a lot of different things here. Sometimes we'll cover topics of certain wrestlers or certain events, or just topics, overarching types of topics, like uh, you know rings or whatever. Um, Other times, we have our own kind of little shows that we create, and such is the case this week. Uh, We recently started a series called Unstable Stables, so we did our first one on the Four Horsemen. This week, we are doing the NWO, the original incarnation of the NWO. And Leonard is going to talk to you a little bit about the rules for the show and what exactly we do. Yes,
0: yeah, so if you d- watched or listened to the uh, Four Horsemen Unstable Staple episode, you kind of know how this goes. And if you didn't, go check that one out now and then come back to this one and do two episodes. So what we're going to be doing, Chad and I are going to be drafting over the course of uh, 12 rounds The uh, members of the original incarnation of the NWO and then we are going to be putting them into a fictional card against each other to see who can come up with the best matches, the most wins, etc, as we put guys against each other. So this is going to be so it didn't get too crazy. This is the original uh, incarnation up to April 27th of 1998. That's when the split of NWO Hollywood and the Wolfpack happened. So anyone who joined after that time is not going to be included here. So that includes some names like Jeff Jarrett and Sting and some notable people. Uh, So there's 22 active members, uh, and I'll go over those names so you listening will know who we'll be drafting from, but in rough order of how they joined, Those guys were Scott Hall, Kevin Nash, Hollywood Hulk Hogan, The Giant, NWO Sting, Six, Brian Knobs, Jerry Sags, Buff Bagwell, Michael Wall Street, Big Bubba Rogers, Scott Norton, Masahiro Chono, Randy Savage, The Great Muda, Tinson, Conan, Kurt Hennig, Luis Piccoli, Brian Adams, Scott Steiner, and The Disciple. You would notice some names there from NWO Japan because they did join prior to the split. And then there were seven managers slash valets slash associates, those being Ted DiBiase, Vincent, Miss Elizabeth, Nick Patrick, Eric Bischoff, Rick Rude, and Dusty Rhodes. Rude, Rhodes, and DiBiase, of course, all known to be wrestlers, but they didn't ever wrestle for the NWA. They served in managerial roles. So we're going to draft uh, 11 active wrestlers each. So all 22 guys will go off the board. And then one manager valet or associate that can be assigned to any of the matches once we get to the card. And we will explain the card more when we get to that portion. Now, uh, Chad had the first pick for the Horseman draft. So I'm going to get the first pick here for this draft. And if uh, you watching on YouTube knows me looking down, yes, I'm keeping track on paper. So, off the air, Chad and I said that there's a few different ways you could go here, unlike with the Horseman draft, where, you know, Ric Flair was your number one without question. So, I have decided to go with the man who started it all, Scott Hall, Ooh. as my number one overall pick.
1: Interesting, interesting. See, I had wondered what you were going to go for. See, I didn't think you were going to go for that as your number one pick. Um, but since you did, my number one pick is going to be Hollywood Hulk Hogan.
0: Okay. I'm going to take a little bit of a gamble here, and I'm going to go with a name a little bit further down the list as far as joining order goes, but a top star, I'm going to go Randy Savage number Ah, two.
1: I like it. See, if you hadn't picked him, I would have seriously considered going with him as the, my number two as well. Okay. Um, see, if you had picked Hogan as number one, mm-hmm. I might have gone Savage as my number one too. Okay. So it was interesting to see how it would have changed. But uh, – I am going to then go with Big Sexy Kevin Nash
0: as my number two. So that was that was my gamble. I was hoping I could get Hall and Nash. Uh, but, yeah, that's a little crazy to, to think of. Uh, so I'm going to go, again, further down the list as far as joining order goes, but heck of a talent. And a guy who was part of both of these shows, Kurt Hennig.
1: My number three pick is going to be Scott Steiner.
0: That's a, I had Scott Steiner uh, as one of my possibles, uh, but a little bit further down. I'm gonna go with the giant. <laughs> and by that lap, I don't think he was on your radar.:
1: No, you know what? Oh, I was getting. No, he was. I was going to say, if, man, if he doesn't pick the, somebody's got to pick the giant soon. You know <laughs> I had thought about picking him, but uh, you know you try to be wise with these picks, but
0: uh... yeah, you try to think, who can I wait on?
1: So I am then going to go with six.
0: okay I will say six was one I didn't really and it's not because I have anything against uh, you know Sean Waltman. I just didn't know how he kind of fit into what I was thinking about possibly doing. So I'm gonna go outside the box as I'm just kind of going with talent and I'm gonna take gr- the great muda
1: Kind of hate to make this person my next pick. I'm going to pull a U in the with the Horseman one. I kind of you know because I have an idea in my head, so
0: okay.
1: uh, I'm going to go with Buff Bagwell.
0: Buff Bagwell, okay. Bagwell was on my list because I did have an idea for him, but he was a lot further down. <laughs> yeah. Uh, than 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 that for me. I'm going to go. You know what? I'm going to go back to Japan. I'm going to take Masahiro Chono.
1: Ah, darn it! That was going to be my next pick.
0: Oh yeah. <laughs> hey, if you're not stealing people, you're not drafting right.
1: That's right. Um, you know what? Then in that case, my next pick is going to be Big Bubba Rogers.
0: Okay. I almost took Rogers at that spot, and at the last second, I uh, uh went out to get uh uh Masihiro Chono which I wrote Chino on my list. I almost said Chino. I wrote it as Chino. (laughs) Um, I'm going to go with... You know what? I'm just going to put together NWO Japan. I'll take Tenzin.
1: You know what? I was not a fan of this person um, when he was around in the NWO, but Mm -hmm. I'm going to pick him here anyway because it's the next logical pick. Conan.
0: Conan was, again, not a guy on my radar, but it's one of those guys who... I think he's underrated when used in the right way. Um, because I have uh, uh, a possibility to use these guys, I'm going to take Brian Knobs. I would be a real D-I-C-K if I went with Jerry Sags. <laughs> Which you can. I've seen that in drafts all the time.
1: Yeah, no, I'm not going to go with Jerry Sags because then I would have to think of a way to use him on his own. And yes. I, I can't. I, I can't think of a way to use him on his own.
0: And you know, when we do, when I do these other drafts, Brian Knobs always goes first because I think Knobs does have some small bit of single potential, but no one ever takes Jerry Sachs. So.
1: so are we picking our associates in the draft or is that like a bonus at the end or how are we doing that?
0: No, you can take yours now if you want because it won't screw anything up.
1: All right. Well, in that case, I am going to pick my valet or associate and that is going to be Eric Bischoff.
0: Okay course you know easy e was the what the brains as it were of the nwo's come on you got to pick him now what oh i can wait on jerry Sags. you don't want him <laughs> you know what i'll go ahead and take jerry Sags. so he's just not sitting there and then you just take him, just to be a Dic. Yeah,
1: you don't want him. We don't want him to be that last guy I picked at kickball
0: or whatever. Okay. I'll just go ahead and take Jerry Sags now, and now I have the nasty boys formed.
1: There you go. Well, then that leaves me with not a whole lot. So <laughs> I'm going to yeah. go with Michael Wall Street.
0: You know what? I'll go ahead and take. I'll take uh, the Disciple, aka Bruce Beefcake.
1: Uh, you know what? I'm gonna go with Scott Norton.
0: Now I, won't, I won't, Now you know what you can do with Scott Norton, but I won't. I won't tell you. And I don't mean that in a bad, in a bad way.
1: <laughs> yeah, it sounded seedy. it
0: sounded seedy, but I'm not gonna do it that way. You know what? I'm gonna go ahead and take my other, my other noun. And there's actually a couple ways I could go here because since I have Savage, I could use Elizabeth. Um, Rick Rude also worked as a valet for Kurt Hennig. manager valet what have you i'm gonna go rude because rude has more value as a manager than what elizabeth has so i'm gonna take rick rude as my other now and get him off the board all
1: right then uh i'm gonna go with brian adams
0: two guys left (laughs) and um i'm gonna go with nwo sting
1: (laughs) so i'm the one that gets stuck with Luis McCauley. <laughs> yes. Yeah, that, that ends our, our main
0: picks then. So let's recap the teams. All right. So go ahead. I have Scott Hall, Randy Savage, Kurt Hennig, The Giant, Great Muda, Masahiro Chono, Tenzin, Brian Knobbs, Jerry Sags, The Disciple, Rick Rude as a manager, and NWO Sting. Chad has Hulk Hogan, Kevin Nash, Scott Steiner, six. Buff Bagwell, Bubba Rogers, Conan, Eric Bischoff as, as a manager, Michael Wall Street, Scott Norton, Brian Adams, and Louis Piccoli. <laughs> so now we're going to do our, our matches. So we're going to take the people who we've drafted. We're going to insert them in matches. And I have a, t- a card template, which is a little bit different than what we did before, to do something a little bit different. And since I had the first draft pick, Chad will get the first placement of talent. And our first match is going to be a tag team opener. So two versus two. So who are your guys that you want to put in that, in that battle?
1: So I'm going to think outside the box here a little bit. And my tag team is going to be Conan and six.
0: Okay. And, and do you, you know, have an idea on how they would work together or that's just who you're putting together?
1: Uh, yeah, no, I don't. Um, I, I just think that, you know, Conan being the power guy um, and six being the more fast paced talent. I, I like, I, I think I talked about this in previous episodes. Uh, I like the balance of that. You know, I like the AJ Styles, uh, Amos tag team. I think that they work that, that sort of dynamic can really be good if the, if it's the right people. Um, so obviously Conan and six are not that sort of extremes, but uh, I, I think that they could, they could have worked well together. And I think Conan, I just wasn't, I was never feeling him as a single star. I'll be, I just really was never feeling him. I agree with you to a certain degree that he was underrated, but I just, I think it would have been cool to see him in some sort of tag team. So you could call them uh, six dog or, you know, <laughs> yeah, I don't know.
0: I like, I like six dog. Um, I'm going to go, my tag team, I'm going to put together here, because I'm going to save the Nasty Boys, is going to be NWO Sting and the Disciple. And it's not just because those are two of my bottom guys, but when you think of the NWO, those are two guys that you do think of. You think of NWO Sting, you think of the Disciple. They have a look that I think fits together. Um, Yeah, they're going to open your show. I'm not going to put them too high up the card. Um, so I can't give you yeah, this
1: one,
0: yeah. So, another thing we do is we kind of debate who we think would win. And yes, I would totally give this match a Conan six over NWO Sting.
1: I was, um, I thought you were going to come at me harder with your opening tag team, I really did. But as soon as you said I didn't even hear your second guy. As soon as you said NWO Sting, I was like, all right, I can't give them this
0: one, <laughs> yeah. No, no, I mean, if, if, if I did go with the Nasty Boys, I would probably argue for the Nasty Boys being that they're a legitimate team. Uh, but no, I'm going to use Sting and Disciple and I'll give Chad the win out of the shoot there. So the next one is uh, for the NWO television title, which is a belt that I created to be part of this show. And it's a one versus one match. So I get the first placement here and I'm going to go with Kurt Hennig and I'm going to put Rick Rude with him as his manager.
1: You know what? In that case, I am going to give you the win here. because because i am going to go with michael wall street oh okay As as my tv title contender now i will say that i do think these two could put on a good match uh definitely for for whatever that's worth Uh, michael wall street i'd be shocked to know that i bet a lot of people do not remember him being in the nwo i think there's like one clip of him wearing a shirt and like that (laughs) clip that you might see uh to remind people that he was actually in this faction, but um, yeah, so I would have to, I had to find a way to use him here. And uh, I, I think that this would have been a good match if nothing else. So.
0: Yes, definitely. So. And I just thought that Hennig, when I first took Hennig, it was with the idea of putting him in the TV title match, probably winning that. I think he's a good NWOT television champion. He would be Uh, of course having rude with him on the outside is really going to, you know, push the needle his direction. And uh, Wall Street was involved with NWO Japan. So, yeah, there's he was only like, I think, a couple appearances stateside, but he was over in Japan doing more stuff there. So, next up, we have uh, a tr- uh, a six man tag, three versus three. And uh, Chad, you could place your three guys first. This time.
1: All right. So, this is kind of going to be uh, the guys that we have that we don't know what to do with them. Okay. we going to be going into this three on three. I have a feeling Leonard's going to do the same thing, unless he has like a stacked three-person uh, team
0: but you, you you may be forgetting who who i have but yeah ahead. i
1: think i am um so i'm gonna go with brian adams okay. scott norton and big bubba rogers as my uh six-man title contenders there's no title here but there's
0: no title here I mean, my universe
1: in my universe they they're going know they're gonna politic to bring that that title
0: okay so yes i have nwo japan so it's gonna be great muda masahiro chono and Tenzin. This is
1: a really good. I would
0: argue for NWO Japan because it's more of a cohesive unit.
1: Um,
0: all three. I'm not going to argue with
1: you here. Mine is okay. like a conglomeration of just like big guys that can't move well in the ring. Big Bubba Rogers was okay, but yes. <laughs> but Scott Norton and Brian Adams were like always. You know, you, you're not going to see them do any technical masterpieces. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, I I would have I would certainly uh, give you the nod here as well.
0: Okay. And I'll tell you now since you've used him, uh, my plan way down the list was to get Buff Bagwell and Scott Norton and use them as Vicious and Delicious, which was a tag team that they had briefly. But but for the opener, that's what I was going to use for the opening tag match was Vicious and Delicious if I managed to get them. I like it. All right. So our next match is a one versus one again, but it's a hardcore match. So doing something a little bit different. And I get the first placement this time. And I'm going to go with the giant, Uh, because what's better than a a giant, but a giant who can use weapons on your ass?
1: I like it. I like it. I'm going to go with Kevin Nash.
0: Oh, I I thought you were going to feed me somebody, but... (laughs) uh, Man, that is a heck... That's a heck of a contest right there. Giant versus these Guys have had matches, so... Yeah, you know they've had matches. They've worked together. Uh, weapons involved. Man, that's that's a close one. I would almost argue more for the giant here because he was he was younger than Nash. He's he's physically bigger than Nash. Um, I think politic wise, Nash would probably win. But make make your argument for Nash. Well, or give me the win, whichever you prefer.
1: Well. I have a feeling you're going to get the next win. So I'm hesitant to give you the win here just based on that. Once you see who the, whoever you have next is probably better than who I have next. So, okay. so I, here, you know, in all honesty, I think this would be a really close match. And with weapons, I think that it could go either way. My argument for Nash would simply be he's the more intelligent, more seasoned talent in something like this. So I think the way he would use weapons might be a little sneakier a little more cerebral than what the giant would. So that is why I would argue. And plus he damn near broke the giant's neck with uh, the jackknife. So
0: (laughs) point taken, I'll give that to you. So we're tied two two, two and two right now, just to let you know as far as matches go. So our next is a one versus one, and it kind of sours me because I've got two really good singles wrestlers left. And I know who Chad has. All right, Chad, you get the place first.
1: This is a let, This is the let me up match. This is the knockout exactly. so break match in our NWO pay per view. And uh, since I have no other way to use him, Louis Piccoli is coming out to the ring for his highly anticipated singles match against.
0: I'm gonna go. I'm gonna give it to Randy Savage.
1: <laughs> oh oh gonna... man, you're using
0: Randy Savage here. <laughs> I did not expect that. I've only got two singles guys left, and I, I think I know what you're doing in the main event. We'll talk more about it when we get there. Uh, but I'm going to Randy Savage, so that's, that's, a, that's a win for me.
1: Yeah. yeah, we don't even have to talk about that. It would be a quick squash, I think.
0: That would be – I would like to see Savage drop like, eight, like 18 elbows in a row. <laughs> Just for fun. Just for fun. So, uh-huh. and, and don't forget, you've got your manager yet to use. You've got Eric Bischoff still floating in the line. Oh, yeah. So we have, uh, next, we have the NWO Tag Team Titles on the line here. And I get to place first. And, of course, I'm going to use the Nasty Boys, of Brian Knobs and Jerry Sags. They weren't in, in the NWO long, but they were in long enough.
1: All right. And they are going to be facing Scott Steiner and Buff Bagwell. And obviously, these guys were uh, running partners there at the, uh, towards the end of the WCW run in general. Um, so I think it makes logical sense for them to be a tag team here. Uh, Scott Steiner, although he would come into his own at Big Papa Pump, he was a great tag wrestler. We all know that. So uh, I think that these guys could have made a good tag team to kind of cover each other's weaknesses.
0: Yeah. You know, I, I don't know, considering those guys tagged with some many other people, I don't know if they ever tagged. I'm sure they did at some point, but not regularly. Right. So, you know, my, my argument here would be that the nasty boys are a legitimate, you know, tag team. They've wrestled together a lot. So they would have the more uh, tag team smoothness. They would, they would use quick tags. They would use double team maneuvers. Um, I, I would give them the win because of that tag team experience. Uh, uh, not that Steiner and Bagwell aren't tag technicians in their own rights. You know, I think Bagwell won tag belts with more different people than anybody. Uh, but working together, I would, I, I would say that they're probably just not going to have the chemistry that the Nasty Boys have.
1: Well, I agree with you on the chemistry, but come on, Big Papa Pump out there against against the Nasty Boys, I, we might have to declare this one a draw.
0: How about we go? You know what? Let's make this. Let's make this a double disqualification.
1: I. You know what? And I think, in all seriousness, if this were an actual match, that might be how it ended.
0: Okay. So that's a that's a double that's a double DQ, and the tag titles are still up for grabs. In grab. my, in my version
1: of events, I feel like Steiner and Buff would find a way to cheat to win. And in your version, the Nasty Boys had more chemistry. Both of our arguments are valid so okay
0: so we're going to make that a double dq so now we have our main event which is for the nwo title and um there's only i mean you place first but there's only two guys it can be
1: and so it would be hollywood hulk hogan with eric bischoff Mm
0: -hmm. against versus
1: scott hall scott hall
0: so again when when you play spicoli i only had savage and hall left right and um we've seen uh savage versus hogan a ton of times and we haven't seen i don't think we've seen scott hogan versus hall i don't think we have and i like the idea of scott hall saying you know i'm i'm the guy who started it all i was the first guy who came into wcw i am the nwo i'm the foundation of the nwo you're a guy that we let tag along and, and so I like the, and everyone always talks about how Scott Hall is like the greatest wrestler or one of the greatest wrestlers who never held a world title. And um, so this would be his chance in the spotlight uh, to get that, that world title shot. I don't know if he would beat Hogan, whether you're talking backstage politics or in an in-ring perspective. I would think that this match, I like the idea of just, and I think Hogan would sell for Hall. I think he would try to put Hall over. I think he likes Scott Hall. So, I would say, you know, before I say what I think this goes, you go ahead and speak. Okay. all right, Um,
1: You know, so I do think this is a match that we should have seen as a more prominent main event somewhere. I think it would have been interesting, and I think the feud that we just described, where Scott Hall declares himself as the original member, and the guy that you know created it all and all this kind of stuff i think that the feud writes itself really i think that it would have been a neat idea to see now obviously they would go with the you know the wolf pack it would wolf pack against nwo hollywood type thing uh, but i think it would have been cool to see these two guys have a match um because i think it would have been warranted for scott hall um so in my version of events I think that being that Eric Bischoff is at ringside, I just see Eric Bischoff screwing Hogan somehow. So I I see him screwing Hogan and siding with Hall. Hall's younger, Hall's never had the title. Um, We've seen the real life events where Hogan has people screw others so that he can win. We've seen that story. Over and over and over again. We didn't see the story where Scott Hall has people win for him so that he can be the champion. Mm -hmm. So, based on that, like, if I just sat here and was like, Bischoff helps Hogan win the title. (laughs) like, We've seen that. We've seen it happen before. So, Uh like, I... I'm not going to do that. Although if it was a straight up match, eh, you know, maybe, but this is an NWO match. So there's going to be shenanigans involved. There has to be. So, uh, I see Scott Hall winning because Bischoff decides to go with the younger guy.
0: Right. And, 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 and just to mention, I did a quick search and I don't, I haven't watched it. So I don't know how the match goes, but it popped up. um, Hulk Hogan versus Scott Hall from Nitro on July 13th of 1998. So that would be after the split of the Wolfpack and and the uh, NWO Hollywood. So I don't remember that match. I don't know how it goes, but possibly it existed. But it certainly wouldn't be the match that we get here. And since you're giving Scott Hall the win, I'll take it. (laughs) So because I was going to basically say what what you just said. You know, we've seen Bischoff cheat for Hogan we see Hogan use guys to cheat for him we've seen that scenario so the fact that we're going to see it differently this time that's cool and again I think that would just a lot of people like to see Hull not only beat Hogan but to get a version of a world title our NWO world heavyweight title And you
1: could even you can write the story here you could have events leading up to this where Hogan is talking to Bischoff and saying you know If it looks like I'm going to lose, you need to make sure I don't. And, you know, basically strong arming Bischoff, you know, maybe giving him too many, you know, aggressive orders. And Bischoff just decides, you know, look, I've had enough of this guy telling me what to do, whatever. Like you could think of ways to make this work somehow. Um, Even if you wanted to make, you know, oh, we're going to have Hogan be face after this, whatever. You could do so many different things. With this, but ultimately I think it would be better and more fun to have Scott Hall win the title because after all, he is the person that got the ball rolling on
0: this whole story. So right. So let's let's recap our show. Um, in the opener, Conan and Six defeat the NWO Sting and the Disciple. (laughs) Kurt Henning with Rick Rude wins the NWO television title over Michael Walsh. NWO Japan, of Masahiro Chono, Tenzin, and the Great Muda defeat Scott Norton, Brian Adams, and Big Bubba Rogers. Uh, Kevin Nash defeats the Giant in a, in a hardcore match. Randy Savage beats the crap out of Luis Piccoli. Um, the, the Nasty Boys of Knobs and Sags versus Scott Steiner and Bud Bagwell ends at double disqualification. And in your main event, Scott Hall wins the big one, going over Hulk Hogan with Eric Bischoff, including a Bischoff turn. So that means... Why you beat me in in the Horseman draft? I win this one four to two with uh with a a, a non with a draw being the double DQ. So there well, you go.
1: Congrats on your win, and uh, I think that our card would might be a mixed bag. <laughs>
0: yeah, there's some good matches there.
1: We leave people on a high note, I think. But yes, you know, I think that we might have some people. Deciding to leave during the Spicoli Savage Squash.
0: Yes. After that the, that's, after that's the high up. elbow drop, they might be like, all right, we've, we've had enough. That's enough. That's <laughs> enough. Yeah, I mean, I, I admit that the opening tag match could be okay. Yeah. The TV title match would probably be really good. The six man is probably not gonna be great. Um uh, <laughs> the the hardcore match could be good. That could be fun. The savage squash is nothing. Uh the tag match I think could be could be fun as well. Although and, we might piss
1: people off with the non-finish.
0: With the non-finish, yes, on a pay-per-view. <laughs> uh but uh the main event I think I think sells it. I think the main event sells. It.
1: Let's get ultra heat on the tag title match. Let's make the tag team titles vacant. And uh, you know, people are thinking, oh yeah, there's definitely gonna be a winner, and then there's no winner. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so they're still vacant. that's Russo booking right there, you know. <laughs> yeah. And then and then we come back. And it's like a singles match for the tag belts. Yeah, on a pole. <laughs> on a pole. That's that's all the Russo booking that yeah. you can do right there. Uh, you know what? Maybe oh, this is this is me talking crazy. Maybe we should do a show where we try to Russo book. That would be fun. Where where you just figure, like where it would be you know like a match our next
1: place. rebook. Our next rebook, no matter what event it is, mm-hmm. it's got to be Russo Russo Rific booking. No matter what event we decide to do, it's got to oh. be Russo-rific.
0: Now, with that being the case, should we do a really good show?
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, that's true. Well, it would be like a reverse rebook kind of thing. Yeah. Like, taking <laughs> taking a really, really great show and then making it really bad. Right. If that's the case, then my suggestion is for WrestleMania 17.
0: I was thinking X7. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I was thinking X seven or three, and we've done so many back there. So we're not. So we don't know when when we're going to get to it. No, but the we always... next rebook will be a reverse rebook,
1: Make it part as bad as, as possible.
0: Yeah, so we take a great show, make it, as bad, and because of that battle royal, you've got a lot of people to play with. That's true. Yeah, you got a lot of people to play with. And you have to book. I would have to. First, we had to figure out what the Russo-rific elements would be. And then figure out, like, how many of those you would have to book.
1: That's true. So, yeah, so, we'll, we'll, we'll
0: talk we'll about this. That. We'll think on that. But that's for down the road.
1: Well, let us know what you thought of our NWO draft and uh, who you think should have been on our card or who you think our matches should have featured, maybe. Um, and... Who knows what we'll do next? Maybe we'll do uh NWO Wolfpack next. Maybe we'll do a completely different stable altogether. Uh, but we do enjoy uh this show. And uh we again thank Ronnie for the suggestions uh because it's always fun to get feedback. So for Leonard, my name is Chad. And check us out on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. Like our show on YouTube and subscribe to our channel, and we will see you next week.